Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. DA on CBS Sports Radio. DA, how you feeling, bro? Man, I'm feeling great. I'm doing great. How's everybody else feeling? Well, I feel good, and I'm doing well. It's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the CBS Sports Radio studios day after game one of the NBA Finals. 855-212-4227. The number again is 855-2124-CBS. It's a Target Demo Friday. Tweet us at CBS at Andrew Bogus. Let us know how you're listening, where you're listening, what you got cooking for the weekend. Um, we will get DA back on Tuesday. Pete the Body will be back on Tuesday. Andrew Kaplan, the Wizard of Watch, he will be putting us back on visuals on Tuesday. But for now, it's still audio only, free on the Odyssey app, Sirius XM 158. It's me, it's folks, folks. And I just can't stop living. The text that flooded in after the Kevin Wall segment. Uh, my mother has called me a bully and told me I'm going too far. Wait, is your mom Pete? And then Pete texted us saying, all I've heard all week is Sean being a bully. When Pete... If you know Pete, would be the first one belly aching if he got a coffee. Like, I'm saying it in jest and I'm having fun. Pete would actually be angry at Kevin Wall. I'm not actually angry at Kevin Wall. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Pete called you a bully, but he would probably have literally fired Kevin Wall yeah. if Kevin ate his free donut. And then Kevin will be presumably rehired because Pete doesn't have the power to fire anybody. <laughs> There's also <laughs> that. 855-212-4227. Okay, last night, though, Bogues, game one of the NBA Finals. The Nuggies, the little Nuggie Nuggie Nuggies, Chicken Nuggets, they win 104-93 over the Miami Heat. And we did get a lot of tweets yesterday about people going and buying Chicken Nuggets and KFC running their promotion. That's not subliminal advertising. Andrew Bogus yelled from the mountaintops. It, it's not. The Rocky Mountaintops. Mm, yes. Thank you. Yes. But nonetheless, Jimmy Butler scores 13 points, his low point total of the postseason. The Heat take two trips to the stripe. And overall, Bogues, look, this is a game where the Nuggets just exerted their boy, exerted their will. There you go on the Miami Heat. Jokic and Murray become the third pair of teammates in an NBA Finals game to score at least twenty points. You're looking at me. Do you know this or not? I don't. I'm, so okay. I'm, I'm third, listening intently. Third, I saved this one for the last hour. Twenty points and ten assists at least in a game. Third pair of teammates to do it. There it is on the screen. Perfect timing. Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen did it twice, the 91 and 92 finals, and Magic Johnson and James Worthy did it in 87. So you, I mean, is that not iconic territory? It is, and I and I also think that Jokic had the highest scoring triple-double in the finals or by a center. There was something, yeah. some nugget about it with his 27-point triple-double. That's as good as it's gotten. And Jokic was the second player ever to have a triple-double in his NBA finals debut, the other being... Wait, Billy, you got, who's the other person? Who's the other person, Billy, that did it? Jason Kidd. Yes. Jason Kidd! Jason Kidd! The real ones, no. Let's hear how it unfolded last night. 
Adebayo has it. He's at the elbow. Guarded by Nikola Jokic. He gets to the dotted line. Jump shot, no good. Rebound, Joker. And there's a triple-double from Nikola Jokic, the second player in NBA history to debut in the NBA Finals with a triple-double. Jason Kidd, the only other one to do that. That's the beauty of Nikola. You know, I, mean, I, I learned a long time ago the defense tells you what to do, and Nikola never forces it. And so if, if they're going to give him that kind of attention, he had 10 assists at halftime, I believe. Um, well, he's going to just pick you apart. And now it's up to the other guys to step in and make shots. I think it's really, it's really nice to play when, and it's really hard to guard when uh, you don't know who's going to attack and uh, how to defend, you know, when everybody's moving, everybody's uh, doing something. So I think it's a, it's a really nice brand of basketball that, uh, that we have and everybody buying. That, of course, the voice of Nikola Jokic here and Nuggets Radio on the call. Yeah, I mean, that's just some effort by Nikola Jokic. And I think the most alarming is the wrong word, but it's alarming if you're a Miami Heat fan. Takeaway you could have is we have all watched dating back, I guess all of us at our age, dating back to at least the Jordan days of the NBA Finals and post, or the second run of Jordan on I think it's fair to say everybody in the room, that's kind of goes back to your NBA Finals lineage from kids on. Outside of Shaquille O'Neal, and I keep making this reference, and the Laker heyday, and I know that Kobe's like the, the star, but do you remember watching those finals at the Lakers when they're winning the three finals, how easy it looked for Shaq? Like nobody could stop him. Yeah, which is why I've always said that Shaq should have been better than he was. Yes, I agree. Shaq should have, in my opinion, Shaq should have been the most dominant player of the NBA for a longer period of time than he was. But in terms of just even short spurts, Shaq, to this day, I will tell anybody that argued my entire life, doesn't mean he's the greatest NBA player of all time. I believe Jordan is, and I understand the LeBron arguments, all of that. Shaq, to me, was the most dominant at its peak of his powers I've ever seen an NBA player where nobody could stop him at what he did. Last night was another game in these playoffs, and I keep going back to this. Different players, obviously a better shooter, a better passer, but Jokic's ease and almost... Boring, nate, boring nature of which he could dominate these games reminds me of Shaq at his powers. I don't see how the Heat are going to come up for an answer. I mean, Jokic is just sitting back there on defense. Okay, give me that. I'm going to run the floor. Okay, lay this in. It's it's like he's not even breathing heavy or breaking a sweat to pull off a triple-double like that and score the amount of points he scored. It, it's simply unbelievable. And I don't know that Shaq could have played the game that Jokic played last night. Like, Shaq, sure. Shaq was, was, I don't want to say he was like a one-trick pony, but Shaq yeah. was, had, certainly had skill, but Shaq was about power and overwhelming you right. physically and just being larger and stronger. And Jokic can be that. While you're talking, they were replaying him just running through whichever Zeller plays for the Heat these, yeah. this, these years, this year. Cody. And then he, or he can stand 20 feet from the rim and throw no-look bounce passes through somebody's leg to a cutting team that nobody else saw except for him. It's just, it's a phenomenal collection of talent and skill and preparation and finesse yeah. and power. And I'm sure there have been guys like this before to a certain extent. Um, you know, great passing big men. But this is a unique package. And I was going to ask Mike Vorkanoff if he would be the best player in the NBA if he wins the title. But Mike beat me to it and already said he's the best player in the NBA. 
Yeah. Like that's that's where he's at now, and it was on full display last night how good he is. And I like that it's refreshingly different, right? Because I think we still are in this whole mindset because they came back and won again last year. We're gonna kind of forget the year, you know, Giannis had like this dominant muscular body where he ran through the paint in twenty twenty, but that was kind of a twenty twenty one, that was kind of a yeah. weird run. And we could it, Twelve months from now, we could be back on Giannis being the best on yeah, the planet. Yeah, maybe at some point, Embiid finally gets his act together with Philly, and he yeah. dominates like this. But I say I bring up the Warriors stuff because we've gotten so accustomed now. I think in the NBA Finals to fall in love or drop our jaw at like ball movement and just breathtaking three point shooting, right? I mean, that's the kind of style that the Warriors have played for so long. Great team basketball shooting the three that the NBA Finals eyes of us tell us that that's what we're used to. Jokic's brand of basketball is just like that unicorn, like, I can dominate you in the paint. I'm going to have an ugly-looking shot, but it's going to go in at every point. I am going to rebound, pass, feed. You know, the triple-double stuff is amazing. I love triple-doubles, uh, both in the burger and basketball variety. Uh, I It's just it's a different kind of look for a dominant player in the NBA Finals than I think we've gotten so used to in the last 10 years. That I'm into it, man. I, I thought this was awesome watching him play. And then we, and then he sits down after the game and goes through everything from the game. And Emmanuel played the cut earlier, where in the middle of his sentence, he's just like, oh, you know, yeah. And, and we both like kind of chuckle at it because the aw shucks, unassuming part yes. of it becomes carries over into that. And he's funny, and he's entertaining, and he sounds like a Rocky v- villain. It's just he I, and people that said he was boring. I. I understand why you start there with him and with them, but if you spend any time with the Nuggets and with him watching, listening, reading, they're not they're not boring, and that's yeah. the, the trouble for the Heat kind of right now. Now, what did you think also last night? Celebrity Row, two big ones. Uh, Leslie Chow from The Hangover. What's his name? Yeah, Ken Jeong. Ken Jeong and Russell Wilson last night. Boy, did Russell Wilson look corny. And Peyton was him. there too, right? Yes, he was. Why did I blank on seeing Peyton? Was it, did they show him more than once? They showed him right after Russell Wilson. Oh, I didn't even realize that. But anyway, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Every time they show him at something, he just looks so out of place or yeah. like forced. Like it didn't even look like he was genuinely happy to be courtside in an NBA Finals game. It looked like he was putting on a show. Again. And he looks like he doesn't know whether he wants to give you like the piece or like the yeah. like just flash his hands at you. He like doesn't know what to do. Do you think he got cheered if they showed him on the jumbo shot last night? Like, do you think Denver fans like Russell Wilson? They need him to be good this year. So they're going to be. They're, still they're hanging in, in the balance, right? They're still in a. We're going to cheer you because we're expecting better. You gave you a one year pass. Because remember, now this is starting to be a fan base, and you want to talk about getting jealous. Stanley Cup last year, probably an NBA championship this year. Right. All right. Your baseball team stinks. You've seen Super Bowls, Peyton Manning and Elway before. I, I mean, does a, in a weird way, maybe there's a question for July, does a Nuggets run put more pressure on Russell Wilson? This is going to be a city having back-to-back years with a parade in different sports. I also have no idea how Denver plays or even the geography of this, but does is Dion a big deal in Denver as Colorado's head coach? Of, that's a nice boulder. We have two Colorado alums that work here. And I, neither one of them are here right now. Yeah, I'd only feel comfortable asking one of them about that. Right. So... Yeah, but we, with or without Dion, I think yeah, Russell definitely is not in a good spot. But he can rescue it, or yeah. he can lose everybody for forever if he also sucked with Sean Payton. Yeah, we'll, we'll and the see. cornball stuff continues. Yeah, we, we we shall see. But either way, that was their celebrity row and an interesting, interesting night. And game two Sunday night, 
By the way, 8 p.m. instead of 8.30. Are we going to get that game wrapped by about 10.15 Sunday night? I'll take it. I'm looking at the box score right now. The game itself took only two hours and four minutes last night. Two hours and four minutes? It was definitely over by 45 because that was the time I kind of, you know, put the water bottle in my work bag and started to get ready for bed. So. Right. And you throw in the 18 minutes or 15 of halftime and the not exactly 8.30 yeah. start, and that's where, we, that's where you end up. Two hours and four minutes. That's incredible. Pitch clock. Pitch clock time, baby. Two Miami free throws. Pitch clock. So we think we come in here Monday morning and we were recapping a series where it's 2-0? Yeah, I think game two is different. I think um, there's a really good breakdown. John Hollinger at The Athletic, yeah. where Mike Vorkanoff also works, wrote about the you know getting acclimated to the Denver air. And yeah. the, I guess the science is it's roughly one to three days of being there to get acclimated to the thinner air. So that would now take them to game two would be five days. Yeah. So that probably goes off the table. They've got the extra day off to kind of, again, flush all the Celtic series out of them. They're going to make adjustments. I don't know how much Aaron Gordon and Michael Porter Jr. can be repeatable. So I think there are things, and but then, as Mike Workinoff said, the Nuggets can be better in other areas. Yeah. So I think game two is tighter. I think game two is more dramatic, but I think game two is also another Nugget win. Yeah, to me, it just comes down to, is Miami going to hit a bunch of threes? Because if they hit a bunch of threes, that's the ultimate equalizer that the Heat have. And also, Jimmy Butler's not going to score just 13 points, you would think. Probably, but, you know, the Celtics used Robert Williams on him, and that worked to a certain extent in the last round. And Aaron Gordon's a better, bigger version of that. And they've got other guys just that can burn fouls chasing Jimmy Butler around. And then they can make him play defense on the other end. You know, and, and as you said, like, at some point, there's got to be a ceiling for Butler, or we have yeah. to change where we're keeping him in the NBA hierarchy. Yeah. And I, I think the Nuggets are the ceiling. I just I don't know how many places there are for all of these Heat players to be successful right now. Curtis tweets in Bogues, I'm two days behind, but I need clarification. Does Mraz not know or understand that nu- that the Nuggets moniker is from gold and not chicken? Yes. I'm an idiot. I'm not that big an idiot. I understand that we're not watching a basketball team named after a four-piece. <laughs> I understand that there's a gold rush out in uh, But, West. Curtis, I, it's it's or understandable lost. to wonder because <laughs> Sean has lost all benefit of the doubt when it comes to what he should and should not know. So I think it's it's plausible that you weren't sure at first where the nugget— I mean, again, you did think that the USC Trojans came from the condom company. Well, Colgate, again, I was proven right on that one. Indirectly. You were no, definitely not... wrong on Oral Roberts, though. Okay. But either way, the toothpaste schools met that year in the NCAA tournament. All right. When we come back, guess what? There's also a Stanley Cup game one coming up that involves a South Florida team. Well, we can't do bacon, but we can check in maybe some of your best bets and what to look forward to on Saturday night with Andy McNeil from Vision. 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 Vision? Vison. Vison. you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. 
There's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yes, I know it was VEASAN. I was having some fun. I was waiting for somebody to jump in. I never said that. Okay? You're a radio expert, Sean. We, we all wish to attain the level of excellence that you display. Can you tell me what it says above me? Can you Fat idiot. That's, that's not what it says. That's not what it says. It should say that. It says Pulse of the People. I'm a nominee this year, okay, of a very, very real award. All right, we come back. More on the Stanley Cup. It's the DA show on CBS Sports Radio. Well, I didn't understand the song. It's DA on CBS Sports Radio. The DA show on CBS Sports Radio. Game one, Stanley Cup coming your way tomorrow night. A little Saturday. Saturday night. Saturday night. Andy McNeil, the NHL analyst for Vison, joins us now ahead of the Florida Panthers and the Vegas Golden Knights. Andy, happy Stanley Cup Eve. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. I'm excited to, to get this thing going. It's been uh, been a long wait. Yeah, we spent a lot of time wondering if the Nuggets were off too long, and we thought maybe the Heat were going to beat the Celtics easily, and the NBA would have like a week plus between games, and that didn't really materialize. And now it feels like I don't remember the last time there was a hockey game. Yeah, it seems like a month ago. <laughs> It does seem like a month ago. Now, Andy, we've seen long layoffs matter before. I go back to that Ottawa Senators loss where they had nine days off ahead of playing the Ducks in that Stanley Cup years ago. For as hot and as magical a run the Florida Panthers have been on, do you think this will negatively affect them heading into Vegas? You know, we won't know until we know, right? I mean, um, it goes both ways at times. I think for the – more than anything, uh, the the long layoff is a is a concern for the goaltenders. Um, Sergei Bobrovsky has been absolutely locked in, uh, you know, playing like he's sleeping at the rink, right? And and having having that long of a layoff, um, I think could affect him more than anything else, and, and maybe uh, maybe knock him off balance a little bit. But um, yeah, we won't know until we know. I'm a little bit concerned, but uh, the Vegas Golden Knights have had a a bit of a layoff here as well, though. So I think both teams will be pretty fresh to start game one. And as far as Bobrovsky goes, if people have not been paying attention to this postseason, he hasn't been just good. He's been historically good, right, through three rounds? Yeah, totally. I mean, his performance thus far puts him in a class with former Conn Smythe winners like Andre Vasilevsky and Tim Thomas and Jonathan Quick, uh, Igor Shesterkin last year, who was great right up until the Eastern Conference Final. Uh, Bobrovsky has been playing the best hockey of his career. The Florida Panthers would not be in this position without him, for sure. Uh, I'm just a, I'm just a little skeptical that he can maintain this level of play uh, against a pretty deep Vegas team uh, in this Stanley Cup final. How worried are you about the Vegas goaltending situation in this kind of series? Well, you know, Aiden Hill has been good, and I mean, you look at the save percentage, and, and he matches up 
quite well with Bobrovsky. I think he's actually slightly higher. Um, but I think, you know, you look at Vegas and their defense has, has helped their goaltender out a lot more than Florida has helped Sergei Bobrovsky out. So uh, I think he'll have more help. And, and I mean, up until this point, he's he's been there when they needed him. He's made some big saves, but uh, unlike Bobrovsky, he hasn't had to steal the Golden Knights a game yet in these playoffs. So the Panthers are very much like the Heat, got into the playoffs at the back end of the bracket, find themselves in the final. They've been on a great run since a seven-game first-round series win over the Bruins. When you're going through all the numbers, Andy, and figuring out who's the favorite and where to put your money, how do you process the the kind of underdog upset story like the Panthers are? Yeah, I mean, like we see it every year. Goaltenders get hot, and, and this year it's the, the Florida Panthers. Uh, it shouldn't come as like a total surprise by any means. I mean, they did win the President's Trophy last year. This is a team that, um, you know, in 2021-22 was the, the best offensive team that we saw in in 25-plus years in the NHL. So, I mean, they're the team that really kicked off this this kind of new offensive surge in, in the NHL over the last couple of years. And I think um, I think it's, it's, you know, not all that shocking to see them get here. But just the matter of which they, they have gotten here is, is um, pretty surprising. I mean, not losing uh, losing just one game uh, after after losing those first three against the Bruins, or three out of those first four, sorry, against the Bruins. And, uh, and you know, just having Bob Rossi stand on his head the way he, he did. I mean, um, especially in the Toronto series, I thought that um, he, was, he was really good in games one and games two uh, and, and then just locked it down uh, the rest of the way. But uh, it, it's, you know, the Panthers, you look at their underlying metrics, they get outplayed most games, not so much at even strength. They can get that Matthew Kachuk line out there, and, and that line tends to dominate, but... Um, you know, by and large, the, the Panthers are, are getting outshot every game, uh, just about, and and that's not going to be a recipe for success against this Vegas Golden Knights team that has some very good depth at the center position specifically, and just all throughout their lineup, a lot of forward depth. They can hurt you in a lot of ways. They've got a lot of even strength, uh, a lot of top even strength scorers, at least six out of the top ten even strength scorers uh, in the playoffs around the Vegas Golden Knights. So. It's going to be a it's going to be a test for the Florida Panthers. I think they've been able to, um, you know, play pretty well at even strength, but uh, Vegas is is going to really test them in that area in this series. NHL hockey betting analyst for Vizen, Andy McNeil, joins us. Andy, so we're obviously on coast to coast. Series XM one fifty eight here for our casual audience who's only going to jump in on the gambling aspect here. You know, you're looking at it. You know, an early total of five and a half in Game One. Do you expect on you know on the betting markets this to be a series where you see more of the high scoring games when you talk about the depth of the Vegas forwards despite how good Bobrovsky's played, or do you think these games are going to fall more on the low end when looking at totals? Now I don't have uh, an edge uh, necessarily either way, but my gut is that this is going to be a, a track meet. These two teams are going to skate each other out. They're going to really get after it. And I mean, I think both in both the Dallas, Vegas, and the Carolina, Florida conference final matchups, it was just the goaltending that stopped those games from being really high scoring. They were very high paced for the most part, and I think we'll see that again this time around. Um, you know, there's the Vegas Golden Knights in, specifically uh, do a really good job of getting to those high danger areas, the the, the areas in front of the net. Uh, where you tend to score a lot of goals, and, and they've scored the most goals in that area. 
throughout the playoffs. So they're really going to get in the crease and crash Sergei Bobrovsky, and I expect Florida to do the same. So um, both goaltenders are going to have their, their hands full in this one. And I would, I would lean towards these games being a bit more higher scoring. Um, I think we saw that towards the end of each conference final as well. You can follow Andy McNeil at Digital Gambler on Twitter. He's with us here as the NHL hockey betting expert from VSIN. Um, Andy, is your process in the Golden Knights as well in this series any concern that they it took them a third try to close out the Stars, or is that six nothing game six kind of exclamation point good enough to relieve any of those concerns? Well, it was definitely an exclamation point. Um, you look at the underlying metrics, the Golden Knights own to whopping 78% of the expected goals in that one. They they only let Dallas generate about one expected goal. Um, so, uh, you know, just a dominant performance, arguably their best performance of the playoffs. So it's a, a big positive that they were able to do that and, and finish the Stars off, not let it get into a, a seventh game. But, yeah, I mean, the fact that they did, they lacked that killer instinct and really got outplayed by Dallas in, in games uh, four and five uh, is, is definitely a concern. But um, I, I think I think this team is, is is experienced. They've got, like I said, a lot of depth, and uh, and they've they've shown uh, an ability to be able to bounce back. I mean, they played the Oilers really hard, but they had to overcome some some adversity early in games against uh, against Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl and Co. So. I think uh, I think Vegas is more than capable of, of dealing with this Panthers team. One final one for me, Andy. Uh, as you guys over at Visa, you know, crank the numbers here. Any favorite, you know, whether they're prop plays or anything else, anything. You basically your best bet of this entire series is what? Well, I've got a, I've got a lot of small bets, on, and you know, I've got some some futures, Con Smythe, and whatnot, riding into this this Cup final that I'm actually you know a little bit more uh, concerned about, but. Um, you know, I've, I've taken some long shot player props, and one that really stuck out to me was Ivan Barbashev at seventy five to one to get the most points in the fi- in the Stanley Cup final. Uh, he's playing on a line on Vegas's top line with Jack Eichel and Jonathan Marchessault, uh, the Golden Knights' leading scorers, and he's finished in the top three on the team in scoring in, in each of the last two matchups in the third round and the second round. So he's flirted with that. He's right there uh, with those those great players, and and I think at seventy five to one, you gotta gotta consider Barbashev to get the most points. You just mentioned probably our favorite Golden Knight on the show. It's a bit of an inside joke with Jonathan Marchessault. When you say his name, Andy, do you ever want to then say or have some Worcestershire sauce? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm 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 I struggle with that one just like Jonathan Marchessault does. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> you can follow Andy at Digital Gambler. Andy, enjoy the Stanley Cup, man. Thanks for a few minutes. Yeah, thank you very much for having me on, guys. Have a great day. Thanks, Thanks Andy. Bogish, I am so proud of our chemistry. Yeah? Because that was going to be my closing question. I beat you to it. But that's fine. It was we, better that I asked it, too, not you. Yeah, I, I would have been mad at you for asking I, it. The way I was about to frame it was, when you hear Jonathan Marshall, so do you immediately think of Wishes Your Sauce? And I wanted to hear what he said <laughs> without even setting it up. But that is great chemistry. Uh, so here's the deal. Canadian bacon, we will have one on Monday. Boy, are you with us Monday? He doesn't even know. <laughs> Wait, are you what? guys am what? I hearing something? Uh, I would hope us. Oh, uh, now there were there have been technical issues throughout the day this well before us. Have they finally popped up here? Can you not hear us, Boyle? Whenever I plug in my head to whenever I plug in my headphones to listen to the show, uh-huh. I'm hearing like thirty seconds ago. Oh, that's good. That can't be good. 
That can't wanna, be good at all. No, you guys want to like go to break and figure this out? What should we do here? Your thoughts? I mean, I put yeah, I put headphones on too, Billy. Hmm. Do 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 do. I'm hearing uh, up to date information here. So. Okay, so uh, that's good. That's good. Okay. Well, as long as you guys are hearing up to date here, so uh, we'll boil this. Oh, even know. No, now now I'm hearing a delay. Twenty seconds ago. Okay. Good times. I think we should go to break. Yeah, you think we break and then come back with a manual? Yeah, why not? Let's just see what's going on. Let's give ourselves, in case everybody's hearing craziness. Okay. And people can now tweet us, let us know what's happening as well. Um, wave at us that on sa- Twitch. Does that oh, sound okay with that. you guys? Well, then we have to do the update, the fail, uh, the target we, demo Friday all yeah. in one. Yeah, we can figure so that out. So what? We're fine. Leave it to the pros. In case you didn't know, ask the pros. DA Show, CBS Sports Radio. Old fashioned porkin that you got. Yeah, today. I like a good pork. DA on CBS Sports Radio. All right, final segment of this Target Demo Friday. Target Demo coming up in mere moments, but closing out, I think, a pretty good debut on updates on the DA shows. Emmanuel Barbari here, Bogues. Wouldn't you say so? Doing a great job. <laughs> really is. Unsurprisingly. Thank you. Really is. Really is. Thanks, E Man. What do we got? Well, I appreciate that. Nuggets 104, Heat 93 in game one, and it was never in doubt. Top of the key now to Jamal Murray. Murray, guarded by Martin. He goes to the left hand, gets a pick from Jokic, turns the corner, throws out of it to Joker, got to shoot it for three. Got it right at the horn. 71-55 to 55 Denver. Jason Kosminski, Nuggets Radio Network. That lead grew to as much as 24 in that third quarter. And despite Nikola Jokic only taking five shots through three quarters, still a triple-double, a casual triple-double in his finals debut. The gentleman's triple-double? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> no. 27 points, 14 assists, and 10 rebounds. To be honest, I couldn't wait to start just because uh, when the game started, it felt normal. Everything else didn't feel felt normal. The whole media, main media day last, yesterday or the day before, you know, it was, um, I think it's people are making something bigger than it is, you know. And uh, when the game started, I felt it really comfortable. And per usual, Jokic had support. Jamal Murray, 26 points, 10 assists. Denver with five in double figures. Aaron Gordon with 16. Michael Porter Jr., double-double, 14 and 13. For the Heat, Jimmy Butler, only 13 points. Caleb Martin, Max Strews, Duncan Robinson. The trio combined for just six points, one of 23 from the field for head coach Eric Spolstra. You don't expect it to be easy when you get to this final round. Uh, This is a great challenge. Uh, It's going to require more. Um, we'll get to work and um, and uh, you know see what we can do better, um, what we can do harder, what we can do with more effort, what we can do with more focus, uh, etc. So Denver up 1-0 at home. Couple of other NBA notes: the team the Heat eliminated in the conference finals, the Celtics. They're not making any changes at the top. Joe Mazzulla will be back as head coach next year. Team president Brad Stevens confirming that. Also, if you're wondering whether official discipline from the league is coming down for John Morant. You have to hang tight until after the finals. Commissioner Adam Silver saying in that typical pre-finals presser, it's not fair to the teams and players to release any of the additional findings from the investigation or the discipline during this series. So the league will wait until after the series is over. Baseball, Astros beat the Angels 5-2. First of a four-game set in Houston. Alex Bregman go-ahead two-run single in the fifth. He's hitting 339 with 13 RBIs. In his last 15 games, Houston is 11-4 in those 15. Red Sox 8. Yeah, they're back. Astros are back, and Altuve's back. Great. Just in time to just plow through the league. He got back from his World Baseball Classic injury. When does Edwin Diaz do back? By the way, September, apparently. (sighs) He might be back in September. Are you serious? 
This wasn't even. Well, that a, doesn't work for my joke. A mm. Mets report. Yeah. This was like Fox Sports MLB, ah. uh, their Twitter account last night. Ken Rosenthal was saying Diaz hopes to be back in September. He's on track for September. Well, that would be a game changer, huh? The trumpets all out in September. I'm not getting excited, but they, he keeps posting videos of walking, bouncing around. What do you do out. with Robertson at that point? He becomes the eighth inning guy. He knows, yeah. the, he knows the deal. It's a good problem to have. If you put his and Diaz's numbers side by side at this point, last year, at this Stop. point, this year, they're the same. So then you can use them interchangeable if you want, but Diaz is the ninth inning guy. Right. Bum, I'm bum, just bum. playing Listen, devil's advocate Stick here. to the Yankee bullpen, all right there, <laughs> Tommy Canley. Back, back tonight. I know. Back tonight, Yankees, Dodgers. Are you working tonight? I, I'm working tomorrow. Okay. So I'll do the post game tomorrow. Okay. There yeah. you go. There's your plug. I'll keep going. Oh, I appreciate that. All right. Red Sox 8, <laughs> Reds 2. Red Sox avoid a sweep at Fenway. Chris Sale left that game in the fourth inning with left shoulder soreness. So his injury woes continue. Guardians a five-run sixth inning. Led the Twins 6-3 in the eighth. So it looked like Cleveland would take the series opener, right? But three in the eighth for Minnesota. Tied the game. And in the ninth? Once again, the one-two pitch, a fly ball, right center field. This should do it. Over to his right goes Brennan. He'll make the catch. Jeffers tags. He heads home, and Ryan Jeffers will score, and the Twins win. The Twins walk off the Guardians 7-6 on a Willie Castro sack fly to right. Wow. That's Corey Provis, Twins Radio, 7-6 the final. nothing about that comeback. <laughs> See? Oh, I, I broke the rule. I it's laughed. It's fine. It's fine. This is a chuckle. Speaking of the Guardians, multiple reports that a Shane Bieber will be made available at the trade deadline. So Whoa. Mets, Mets target. Not true. Whoa. He will be available, according Just to everybody. Time. Can I interest you in a Ronnie Maurizio? Yeah. Yeah, if he's not called up before that. Can I interest you in Carlos Rodon? For Shane Bieber? Direct yeah. No thanks. <laughs> yeah. And Jordan Walker, who was baseball's top prospect entering the season, he'll rejoin the Cardinals today. Spent the last month plus at AAA. Beginning of the season as a 20-year-old rookie. Started strong, but he had a 60% ground ball rate, which is well above the league average. So the Cardinals sent him down to work on his launch angle. So the Cardinals are in Pittsburgh this weekend, and so is Jordan Walker. I'm pretty sure Emmanuel has used more technical baseball terms I like it, in his updates than any of us have collectively in the history of this show. I like it, though. I think the baseball fan's happy with Emmanuel. Uh, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying that you very rarely get a launch angle and a ground ball rate mention. What's I, look, the? I'm not patting anybody in the back. I've loved the Emmanuel updates. Oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, I know. What's the league average ground ball rate, you think? You said his was 60? 60. 34. In the 40s, I'd guess. 45. Okay. Mm. So the Cardinals weren't happy with that. but How could blame them? They're the Cardinals. And that's the update. All right. Thank you. All right. This one you have to explain to me. <laughs> there was nothing. I, oh, I had, no, I okay, had nothing. Good. For the rare time this week, I had nothing Couldn't to find the pun. Yes. Yeah. Emmanuel, thanks, man. We hope to have you back real soon. Appreciate that. All right. Go feed Wall more donuts he didn't earn, and uh, have a good day. You got it. All right. <laughs> now. It is time. Without further ado, Billy, let's flex on him with some Target Demo Friday. It's a Friday fiesta. Here's what our listeners in the Target Demo are up to. All right. Dan from Mechanicsburg caught the first hour on 96.5 in Harrisburg. The rest on Amazon later. Going to make some sloppy Joe mac and cheese coleslaw and cornbread and enjoy this beautiful weather. Hashtag Target Demo Friday. Hashtag Mraz is who we thought he was. Sloppy Joe Mac and Cheese. I like it. That should be a football food of the week. Maybe. Well, Dan will be changing out six different football jerseys in two weeks, so I'm sure I could ask him the recipe. Well, or, 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 hold on. 
What if Dan was to bring that and we serve it at Bob's Bar? <laughs> Is that asking a lot? Oh, hold on. You guys didn't trust me bringing Del Bisque DeVoe one hour into the city. We're going to trust Dan from Hershey, Pennsylvania. Moving on to our good friend Rob in the 321. Uh, Greetings, gentlemen, and Sean. <laughs> Listening to on the CBS Sports app. Working tomorrow and running a beer run 5K Saturday uh, evening care for a jog anyone i have a beer and i won't be at bob's bar this year wink emoji matters of fact target demo friday matters of fact all right yeah rob also by the way who wanted to make bob's bar about him and have us run a whole bit that he was banned just so he couldn't come let's remind us everybody that that's who rob is carlo Carlos with a K tweets and who works mm. here, by the way. Yeah, I Being saw this a one. good company man and listening on the free Odyssey app, grilling up some freedom this weekend as I'm performing my military service while trashing Mraz and Bogish. I am not being passive aggressive. What the hell did you just say to me? Oh, boy. So he's, he's just being aggressive. Yeah. Nothing passive about it. Okay. All right. What the hell did you just say to me? Exactly, Billy. Exactly. Uh, tubular meat. I'm so happy to say that, Tweets. Listening at work in Elkhart, Indiana. Soon I'll be lighting the fire on my smoker to feed everyone at my daughter Camilla's graduation party tomorrow. Congrats, Millie. Hashtag proud girl dad. That's awesome. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> the irony of that Jerry Jones drop off of that tweet. <laughs> Amazon John tweets in, Morning, fellas. Listening on the Odyssey app at work. Going to a daddy-daughter dance with my six-year-old tonight. Travel baseball on Saturday with the eight-year-old. And thanking God the Orioles are finally winning some damn games. Hashtag Target to Friday. Hashtag Bob's Bar. Have, hashtag have fun with your tweaking. <laughs> Skipper Tim Page delivering beer in Eugene, Oregon. Listening on the Odyssey app. Proud of my dad, who was awarded a lifetime achievement from the Boy Scouts, Ooh. and I was able to give it to him last night. Jeez. It's a great picture, great memory, but I got to oh, be ignorant man. and not understand things, Tim, and hopefully not disrespectful. I don't know what uniform you're wearing. It's navy blue with a white hat. Is that like a sailor, like a navy uniform or oh, a Boy Scout one I've never seen before? But either way, congrats to you and your dad. That's awesome. So I'm... Um... <laughs> I don't even know if I should touch this. I, I wouldn't. A lifetime achievement award in the Boy Scouts. Oof. I think that's great. I think that, that if you have a lifetime commitment to an organization and imagine the how many young oh. men have gone through that program and and you can oh. do some amazing things if you go with an Eagle Scout. I'll that's cool, this, man. He comes over for s'mores. He better not be using a Duraflame. You better figure out how to light that fire if you've got a lifetime achievement award from the Boy Scouts. And he should be making the marshmallows from scratch, yeah, no too, doubt. right? Growing his own cocoa beans. Yeah. I'm just saying. I think I'd find better things to do with my lifetime. Nice uh, back- and cute as always. When, when are you going to start? <laughs> Backwards, I have. Backwards, Brian tweets in. Listening on the Odyssey app from North Carolina. Going to stay up late eating chicken nuggets. Watching my Orioles on the West Coast. Kevin was wrong. Even though Duncan... Never mind. Great week of shows. <laughs> Hashtag pork butt. Hashtag take a sip of that. Hashtag target demo Friday. Well, I feel good and I'm doing well. Brett and Boise's listening on the Odyssey app. Smoking a rack of ribs tomorrow for my cheat day. Hashtag long live pop tarts. Hashtag have fun with your diet. <laughs> Kevin tweets in listening from. Okay, this is going to be a tough one. Ponchatula. No. Ponchatula? No. Ponchachukatuka? No. Ponch a de Leona? Ponch a Tula. 
I don't have this one. Who wrote this? Kevin Tim Guidry at underscore midnight. Listening from Ponchatoula. Oh, uh, Louisiana. So Louisiana's LA? It's in Louisiana. You might be that last one might have been correct, but also that there are there are pronunciations that I don't understand in Louisiana. So that could mean Puxatawney. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Listening from Ponchatoula, Louisiana, on the CBS Sports Radio app because Cap deserves his days to burn because he's indispensable. A whole week of not having to see Mraz eat anything. Hashtag Target Demo Friday. Hashtag Twitch Mob. Hashtag Zap Zap. Booskies. Doc- <laughs> Dr. Phil Keto listening on the Odyssey <laughs> app while vacationing on the beach in the Florida Panhandle. Nikola Jokic looked like Arvidas Sabonis last night. Agreed. <laughs> Okay. And Tommy Topspin tweets him, Happy Target Demo Friday. Listening on Odyssey. This week of shows has been great. Looking forward to a weekend full of golf. Rain, rain, stay away. Can't wait for the first Amendo vs. Bilotti baby race. Hashtag the streets aren't for babies. I call you Damon. Most people call you DA. And that's your Target Demo Friday. Unless you have one more. I do. The okay. butler did it. DA, please hurry back. They spent us 20 minutes arguing whether a boneless wing and a nugget are the same thing, which they are, and now they're ranting about donuts. Hashtag sports not food show. (laughs) I mean, lower the music real quick. Do they not listen to the show regularly? Honestly, we did top of the hour sports. We gave you two sports guests. The updates were jam-packed with more baseball news than you ever get. On a DA show. You got scores. Guys, <laughs> are you new to the show? Like, do you think DA would not have done the Nuggets thing if that was in soundcheck? Do you think he would have just glossed it over and gone on? I just, it's just incessant whining, bitching, and moaning, and loser dumb. Oh, DA, come back. I can't, I don't want to hear Sean and Bogus. Oh, wah. <laughs> I couldn't say it better, Boyle. You're absolutely right. You're a thousand percent right. And the donut controversy, uh, have you listened to the DA show again ever? Like, that is right up the DA show alley of things that have gone on here nonsensical. So, it's amazing. Yeah. DA's out and everybody acts like suddenly what we come here and, and what, we, we sit here and we interview Adam Silver for four hours every day. And if you're scoring from home, phone call count. Two on trying breast milk. Zero on nuggets. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. All right. What do we got for the epic fail, Boyle? Our friend Rod in Alabama drinking it right from the source. <laughs> That's oh. right. One of those callers. It's your epic fail. Even the DA show is not perfect. We know. Shocking. Here's the epic fail. Rod is in Alabama on CBS Sports Radio. Rod, what's going on? All right, guys. So, married, uh, got three kids, wife breastfed all three. Okay. All right. Roll so, time. Five more eagles. Oh, uh-oh. Whoa. Okay. Ooh. So, have drink from the source, and it's as sweet as milk as you'll ever have. You suck the meat right off the bone. So, it's like getting a draft beer. You don't want to have it out of the can. You want to have it right That's out of right. that frosty right. cap. I wasn't looking at either set of cheeks. It's a physically intense situation for both parties, um, especially my wife got to where she really liked it that way. She likes it, what, with you drinking it from the source? Yeah. Oh, when, like, she needs to relieve, you know, when she's yeah. backed up? Yeah. So and rather it, than it, pump, it, she it, says, it actually, bring your lips over here, honey? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Wow. And you're and you're just a willing participant. Oh, Take them off yeah. that team. 
now that's all dried up, right? The well's dried. Get back to uh... yeah, yeah, but that that part's over. Ah, oh, I'm sorry to hear that, Rod. That <laughs> yeah, is what it is. <laughs> all right. Well, good for you. I hope your relationship continues to be strong. All right. Yeah, 25 years. 25. So you're talking about you haven't had a a sip of this probably what 19 years or longer. Wow. Wow. Well, now uh, too I, late for a fourth. I see. <laughs> <laughs> Epic fail, you loser. That is why you fail. <laughs> Epic fail. <laughs> well done. That was a good fail. Uh, fails were good this week, boys. Wall did a couple really funny fails yesterday, or in the day before, and and Patty Boyle knocked out of the park. Ostrich eyes, one more tweets in. Listening in Arkansas on CBS Sports Radio app. Can't make it to Bob's because of Father's Day, but I wish I could see my sports heroes, you guys. Well, apparently we don't do enough sports. Serious FOMO here. There's a 2% chance they just show up, though. Hashtag Target Demo Friday. And Skipper Tim did want to say it's a ski scout, sea scout uniform. And the Lifetime Achievement Award is for his service to the Boy Scouts as an adult leader. Okay, that's nice. I don't, I don't know what a sea scout is, but I'm intrigued. Yeah. Sea scout run. Scout, sea, The last run. book Sean read. Yes. And maybe right. the only one. So here we go. We're off to the weekend, Bogues. And one more show of Paternity Leave Part 1. Part 1. Part 2 comes your way in about two weeks. So, Mm -hmm. sit tight. As DA said this week, (laughs) a lot of us this summer. A lot of us. All right, thanks to Billy Jockalone on the Wheels of Steel. Thanks to Patty Boyle, your executive producer. Thanks to Engineering for fixing the problem ahead of D-Cell coming in. They didn't fix anything. Thanks to Kevin Wolf for wandering around while he did sports minutes. <laughs> Thanks to Emmanuel Verbari on your updates, Bogues. Take care, buddy. Have a good I weekend. I love you, Sean. All right. We'll be back Monday. The Mothership disconnects. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.